Good morning, everybody. Hey, welcome to this last Friday of January. It is Friday, January 26th. Hope everybody's had a great week this uh, this week, heading into the weekend. And uh, it's just hard to believe that next week we'll be talking about February. And uh, hope you had a great January as well. Hey, markets uh, yesterday, okay, did, did well. Uh, today, a lot of red ink today. We got some not so good news talking about some of the different companies and earnings misses as we head into this weekend. Uh, Dave's back from golf. He'll be with us here this morning and looking forward to that. Before we get started, though, let's not forget that there are a lot of things that you and I, we, we, we just have no control over. However, you can take control of your portfolio. You need to know a couple of things. You need to know how much risk you have in the current portfolio. You need to know how much risk you should have in that portfolio based on your current circumstances. That's why I developed the core retirement design. Give us a call at 863-382-0037 to schedule your core retirement design. Hey, with that, we've got Dave coming up next. Good morning. It's 8.43 here and 17 before 9. Time to check in on your money. See what's going on on Wall Street with your IRA and 401k. Philip Statler's here as well from Statler Financial Services downtown. Philip, good morning. How are you doing today? Hey, good morning, David. Doing good today. It's uh, the last Friday of January. Oh, Lord, yeah, that's right. We ended at the end of the month, which means next week we're going to get the Federal Reserve meeting, we're going to get employment numbers, and the week is going to be absolutely apy while we're in a uh, pretty quiet period as far as government junk is concerned because we're in the quiet period for the Federal Reserve guys when they can't take advantage of the free breakfasts and lunches and uh, they can't give rubber chicken speeches, so we're actually responding to the stocks. What a concept, huh? Exactly. Yes. Earnings are coming out and that's definitely affecting everything until Wednesday. Now, Wednesday next week, we're going to get the, you know, the good news on what's going to happen with interest rates. Yes, I mean, we're into that quiet period right now where the bankers can't mess with our brains. And that kind of brings us up to the morning headlines down the line because it was a really good day yesterday. I mean, the Dow was up 243 points. S&P was up 26. Both those two set new records. Uh, NASDAQ was up 28 and a half, and it's getting within eh, not too terribly far of its record territory. Everything was coming up roses, and I ended up with a tip sheet thing this morning complaining about the fact that the Dow and the NASDAQ were turning into laggards compared to the Standard and Poor's. And we were talking before we went on the air, it's kind of a case in point as to why price-weighted indexes can really mess with people's brains. We're going to see it with what Intel is doing to NASDAQ this morning and uh, what did it to Boeing. The Standard and Poor's, the broader index, is up 2.6% year-to-date. That's a gangbusters January, isn't it? Yeah, it definitely is. You know, you keep doing that every month, and that's a heck of a year. <laughs> yeah, just kind of sort of. <laughs> We're going to take a, a break this morning, it looks like, because the futures aren't looking in the same direction for the moment, and we lead off 
with the inflation figure that the Federal Reserve says they use so doggone much, the personal consumption expenditures inflation rate. Everything pretty much came in as targeted. They said they were expecting two-tenths of a percent increase last month. Got it. Year-over-year PCE inflation, 2.6% expected. Got it. The core that Jay Paulson says he looks at most carefully, they were expecting 3% year-over-year on the core, and we got 2.9% offhand. There really isn't any reason for the Fed to do anything next week, is there? No, definitely. Looking at the numbers we're seeing now, I, I think that uh, you know if, if they proceed as you and I would expect, there should be no change um, for another month or two before they meet again. So the question is whether that's really what will happen or not is yet to be seen. Oh, yeah, and they're letting March right now loom large. We were talking the other day about how nobody's even mentioning the January meeting because nobody expects them to do anything. I don't think there is a February meeting, and then they meet again in March, and everybody's talking about the likelihood of an interest rate cut in March, and that still strikes me as a little bit early since we're still hanging around the 3% inflation mark. Yeah, it does to me as well. The other thing we want to look at, it came out yesterday after I got off the radio, is uh, yeah. new home sales. You know, construction, new home sales, those are all important numbers. And uh, a, a nice little bump from expectations came in at 664000 yesterday versus the 649000 expected. And really a lot better than the 615000 from the month before. That's, and that's good news. Put that together with the uh, gross domestic product reading that we got. And I'm looking at 3.3% growth last quarter and 4.9% the quarter before that. That almost resembles an overheating economy, doesn't it? Yeah. And so, you, you know, that's the other thing we have to look at, too, is what's the Fed? How is the Fed going to factor that into their calculations? Well, that, that, that's the other thing that my mind kind of augurs against a big interest rate cut anytime really soon. 3.3%, uh, okay, 3% is considered the, the normal growth rate for the economy. So last quarter, that first reading looks pretty good. But the quarter before, we were up bumping our noses on 5% economic growth, which is good news for the economy. But as far as economic activity in the direction the Fed wants to take us, uh, if, if I saw that 4.9 final reading on, the fir, on, on quarter three of last year, I wouldn't be thinking about voting for a, deduction, for a reduction in interest rates quite yet, would you? Uh, definitely not. I think we still got a little ways to go before we start to see that. I expect. Uh, other than that, mentioned at the beginning, we're kind of uh, basically trading the stock market based on issues that came out yesterday. I understand Tesla just absolutely fell out of bed with the market, didn't they? Well, Tesla did, but it was um, they actually didn't show up on my tip sheet. But I read a couple articles um, that they had some issues for sure, and weren't uh, weren't they, they were falling pretty hard. Um, yeah, twelve percent in the afternoon trade. Tesla went down. I mean, that's that that's more than out of bed. That's falling off the top bunk, isn't it? Yeah, it was, and they actually reported. I think yesterday morning, and so they were, mm -hmm. they were, they were, they tanked all day yesterday, including before the market opened. Oh yeah, they issued a downbeat full year production outlook and uh, missed their fourth quarter numbers, and everybody went, "Holy crud! Maybe I better buy Hyundai or something." Yeah, <laughs> yeah. The, the big one today, though, Dave, is Intel. Yeah, I, I Intel. understand they had kind of a miss, huh? They did. They. Uh, you know, they well, they didn't really miss, Dave. They actually had a good quarter. 
they beat um, by about nine cents a share. They came in at 54 cents a share versus 45 that was expected. Um, they missed a little bit on revenue, but not by much. Where the issue is, is the next quarter. So they, they came out and talked about the first quarter of 2024. They expect their earnings, their revenue to be between 12 and 13 billion. Well, the expectation from all the analysts was it should be about 14.1 billion. Oops. What's yeah, a billion yeah. between friends, Philip? I mean, yeah, geez. So, uh, and then they expect their earnings. They, they announced they expect their earnings to be about 13 cents a share. Well, the expectation from analysts is it should be about 33 cents a share. So you take those things into play. They had an okay quarter, but man, you start talking about missing expectations by that amount of money, and they're trading down almost 10% this week. And on top of that, the other thing that I'm reading about them that I see coming across my news ticker is there's still concerns. We've got all these other glamour stocks talking about artificial intelligence chips like the NVIDIA, the big chip maker and whatnot, and Intel they're still getting fat and making money off of the stuff that goes into our PCs. We're buying a lot of them. They're putting a lot of chips in there, but they really haven't been the leader on artificial intelligence stuff. And you and I have cracked wise about the fact that it doesn't matter if you're running a fast food chain. You mention artificial intelligence in your quarterly report and everybody buys you. Yeah, yeah that's for sure. You, you get that AI and that, uh, that gives you some, some favor there. So, um, but uh, you, you know, it, it's, you got to learn how to use it and uh, how to use it wisely to, to be able to make the most out of it. Um, yeah, but in, yeah, but the chip makers need to figure out how to start doing something with it or they're going to end up falling into the gutter somewhere, it looks like. Yeah, that's true. Hey, we have another know. computer company report, Western yeah. Digital. They make those hard drives. Um, that's what they're really known for. And uh, their revenue topped expectations – uh, they posted a smaller than expected loss for the quarter. Uh, they only lost 69 cents a share versus a dollar 13 a share. Um, and so they were they were looking pretty good, but they're still down about two percent this morning. I haven't really followed that part of the industry. Has Western Digital been falling behind on the solid state drives? Is that's what's killing them? I, I don't know if it's that yeah. or if it's just um, you know PCs still you know, in general, are, are slowing down a little bit in, in sales versus iPads and telephones and that kind of stuff. So it could just be a supply date from that standpoint. Well, um, plus, cloud computing has gone through the roof, so the necessity for great big fat butt hard drives isn't quite what it used to be. Exactly. Hey, American Express reported. Um, mm -hmm. I guess it depends on who you look at, whose report you look at as to uh, how they did overall. Um, one of my tip sheets says they they missed by about three cents a share. Um, revenue came in okay. But they, uh, they're, they're actually up because, again, kind of the opposite of Intel. They came out and said, hey, we expect our earnings next, uh, or for our full year earnings to be somewhere between $12.65 and $13.15. And that, even the low number, was well above expectations on the street because they only expected $12.38 a share. Um, so they're actually trading up about one and a third percent this morning. 
That's interesting, too, with a premium credit card like that, that the fact that they're uh, not increasing their bad debt reserves and hurting themselves that way. Yeah, it's um, so so they're they're doing well. Uh, T-Mobile reported um, they uh, they kind of missed. Uh, they, they came in at $1.67 a share versus $1.91 that was expected. Revenue was just a little bit ahead of expectations, not enough. Um, and they're trading down about 2.1% this morning. That's not fun. No. Especially especially a 20% miss on your price on on your on your uh, earnings. <laughs> Resetting the table for the morning, I had a green day all the way, board to board yesterday on Wall Street and it's kind of looking a little different this morning. 45 minutes before we open, what's happening? Actually, we've had a little bit of a shift, um, Dave. We've got the Dow actually positive by about $16. The S&P 500 is up about a tenth of a percent, almost $5. The NASDAQ 100 is down a little over a tenth of a percent. The Russell 2000 is up a little over six-tenths of a percent. On the other side, we've got silver up two-tenths. Oh, it's a few pennies away from $23 at $22.97 an ounce. We've got gold uh, making a run up about almost four-tenths to 2025 an ounce, and then we've got uh, crude oil. Crude oil, Dave, actually closed yesterday over $77 a barrel. Um, Ouch. It, it's down a 1% today, this morning, to $76.59 a barrel right now. I was kind of afraid that was going to happen. I was reading yesterday about how the Chinese government is basically pulling out all the stops in order to stimulate that economy, and that generally tends to indicate more demand, and that means that the price of crude oil would go up. I didn't like it going up that much, though. Yeah, overseas market. Yeah, overseas markets. The Asian rim was a solid mix this morning. I mean, on balance overall, it was about flat, but that's uh, from one percent increases on the Chinese composite to uh, three quarters of a percent decreases in the uh, in the Hong Kong. It was both directions ending up about flat overall in the Asian rim this morning. European index is drifting up marginally this morning. The overall index is about a percent higher in the European markets as they uh, get about halfway through their trading day. Trying to figure out what's going to go on with the stock market is something that's best done for people that like to roll dice. You don't want to do that with your retirement funds. How do I get the risk out of my retirement and still try to make some money on the market, Philip? Exactly, Dave. Risk is the reason I created the core retirement design to help people design that retirement they always dreamed of. Give us a call at 863-382-0037 to schedule your core retirement analysis and then join us this weekend for the Statler Financial Radio Show, 6 a.m. and noon on Saturday, 10 a.m. Sunday morning on Highlands News Talk 730 95.3 FM. And you and me back together again next Monday here on Light. Philip, thank you so much. You have a pleasant weekend, all right? All right, man. You have a great day. Thank you. It's 105.7 Light FM and Statler Financial Services. Philip Statler. It's not- hey again, folks, I want to thank you for joining us today. Have a great weekend. Join us again here. I'll be out Monday. See you Tuesday. Till then, have a great day.